We all. <laughs> yeah. God damn yeah. it. We're all middle-aged ginsers. When all your good intentions just leave you feeling old. And your latest inventions have all left you feeling cold. Well, it's then the gypsy says, come on. Christmas to everybody out there that celebrates this holiday, except for Andrew and me. Welcome to the show, episode 508 of Poor Man Show. Coming to you live from a basement and states away is Brett and Gabriella. Yeah, in New Hampshire, and I will say hi for Gabriella for now as she's lying down next to me, swaddled in a blanket. Yeah, not generally probably the best way to do a podcast is <laughs> from bed. <laughs> There's no studio here. Too As you can see, my neck is turned to the side so I can be close to this microphone. And uh, we're just uh, we're on a floor oh. in what is basically <laughs> a, a laundry room with nice flooring is basically what we're in. Well, that's how you know it's going to make for a good show. <laughs> Why did you I think it will laundry? be? Yeah, I think it will be the best show of the year 2021. I think we should do a show where we're all almost asleep. I, well, I love this show. Most shows. Everyone is in bed. <laughs> yeah, like we're all in our beds. We somehow get microphones in there, and we're all just about to fall asleep. I will win that race. Yes, yes, um, you will. But we'll all just record until the last <laughs> person so falls asleep. It'll be like well, a six-hour really recording. I was asleep because I was over by that fireplace. It was really groggy. I Still had to sounded. do that. I had to do that to prepare to come up here because... This is when the real sleeping begins. (laughs) It built up my internal body heat. So it's about 80 now. So I can deal with this 50 degree house. 50 degree house? Why is it so cold? There's never any heat in here. Where are you? We're at my mom's house. (laughs) Okay, Okay, there we go. Silence really works great for a show. (laughs) Usually old people, your mom's older. No offense, Karen. Um, But usually they like to keep it way too hot. No. In fact, Brett's brother, one of his brothers, said that <sighs> she doesn't turn the heat on in here. So, Yeah, uh, it's like being homeless inside in the winter. Brett loves it, though. He says this is the way to live, so I don't know. My mind shuts down, but then if you go the other way, then your mind shuts down, too. So there's like a sweet spot, but definitely 50 degrees is not it for me. <laughs> So hi from New Hampshire. All right. Well, what's New Hampshire like? What was Christmas like with a family? Uh, it was great. We had a big group and I was really happy with uh, my nieces and nephews. They're becoming quite a group of young thinkers. And it was great to have Gabriella here for the first time. And, you know, my parents together, my uncle, the uncle from Hollywood. Oh. He was here. So that was uh, we had some interesting conversation. We had some challenging conversations and it was a I would say overall very successful uh, Christmas day. Wow, that's quite the departure. Last time I saw these kids, these nephews, they were just uh, they were just doing um, not TikTok dances, but. That's the only reason. No, there was a Fortnite Fortnite dance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two reasons to dance now. 
doing Fortnite dances and spilling Cheez-Its on the floor. Yeah, that's <laughs> what they Stepping were Stepping on Cheez-Its and licking Cheez-It dust off their fingers. There were no Cheez-Its this time. I, that's what I'm saying. They've come a long way. A very long way. Man, now I want no, cheese. It was fabulous. I didn't mean to come on sounding like I was a curmudgeon. It was it's it was really nice. It's just at the moment I could really feel the difference between heat and cold. Favorite so. cheese it flavor? White cheese cheddar. Don't have one. Huh? Yeah, white cheddar was really it, it almost like wasn't even like a cheese it. Yeah, it they like need to more... sell white cheddar cheese it flavor like just in a bucket that, that I can is eat the with best a spoon. Popcorn flavor. When you're going to get flavored popcorn, yeah, white cheddar is the only popcorn flavor I'll mess with. Besides okay. butter, like regular. Yeah. You know yeah. you know what's good is to, like, when you get out of the shower before you towel off is to take the white Cheez-It powder Ew. and you put it on your balls. Yeah, use it as ball powder. <laughs> yeah. Have you done that? Of no, course. No, our friend big into yeah. powdered balls. Does he like to lick that? No, yes. Nice. <laughs> Okay. He's very flexible. Those things. That's a good idea. Garlic powder. <laughs> yep. Garlic powder will adhere to a wet tessis, <laughs> to a wet scrotum just fine. All right. So, yeah, things are great here. Um, we're going to Boston, Massachusetts tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm going there in a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. So, uh, sightseeing. We're going to Salem oh. and then we're going to Boston. I want to take Gabriella to the north end of Boston, which is like, uh, Little Italy, and it's also where all of the uh, America's colonial history with Paul Revere riding around and shit that all happened there too. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a good sightseeing mix of like things that we like, like nice Italian restaurants and yes. pastry shops. You gotta go. And, to, you gotta um, go to Mike's Pastry and get a cannoli. They have like a hundred flavors. Wait, you know about the North End in Boston? I've been there. Yeah, yeah, who hasn't yeah. been there? I've been there. Yeah. I went there once uh, with on on family trip for like uh, I don't know three or four days, and we saw all the sights and got the cannolis, and yeah, it was a very great trip. I liked it a lot. Well, all the really great restaurants have uh, apparently closed down, but yeah, well, I can't find any evidence of like uh, you can't come in here unless you've done this thing type stuff. Uh, I know it's all coming. This is actually one of the reasons why I wanted to do this kind of as a gift to us is uh, they're going to shut everything down, supposedly, on January 3rd. Oh, that's when they're they're starting up their bullshit, huh? Yes. How sad. No, but even before that, you could totally go there. It's not that far and be outside. So that that could be done for for, without any reservation. Have you gone outside since you got to New Hampshire? Well, yes, today I did. Okay. Do you want to go outside in Boston and like just sit there and eat? Uh, no, we're going to be like 10 degrees. <laughs> yeah, right. It'll be uh, snowing. Yeah, on the rooftop. <laughs> yeah, where the wind is extra special. <laughs> I'm okay with cold, just so it's not inside when I'm trying to, you know. <laughs> Outdoor cold is fine. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I've been all over the north side of Boston. I got my, my car broken into. Uh, I got, yeah. uh, I saw Penn and Tella. That's where a bunch of my shit was stolen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Puke out shit of your, was stolen out, out of my of car. Your car. Puke shit was the reason my car was broken into. Yeah. And Andrew making me crawl out the front of the car because he parked in like a compact zone is the reason that I left my shit on the seat instead of like tucking it down in to the, to the footwell. But it was, I it broke was into my own car in Boston one time. Wow, it was a comedy Smashed of Smashed the window. It's your fault. You thought it was Mike or you thought it was your car, but it was mine. Brett, do you have my computer? <laughs> I, the timelines are not. I, I think yes. Yeah, that based on what I just said, that makes me a good suspect. 
but uh, this was like 2004. It was the Red Sox victory parade when they won the World Series for the first time in 86 years. Wow. And I sped down. I sped down from I lived in um, Vermont at the time. So I sped down the Mass uh, Pike and I'm listening to the radio and they're like, if you're not in Boston, don't come. It is chaos here because it was the victory parade. And I'm I'm driving into the city. And despite all these warnings, it just looks like vanilla sky. Like there's nobody on the Massachusetts Turnpike. I make it all the way to Cambridge. I park my car and I gleefully jump out to run to the parade. And I had left my keys inside. It was no. Tacoma. It was very, very easy <laughs> to do that at the time. And I had to smash through the sliding back window to no. get into the vehicle because the cops were like, I was like, yeah, I locked my key. This was a long time ago. And I was very naive. And I said, yeah, I locked my keys in my car. And they're like, we don't help with that. <laughs> yeah. They just stopped the that we don't help. Yeah. Yeah. We don't <laughs> yeah. help. That's what they told us when puke shit was stolen. Yeah. They essentially- pointed to the side of their car and they said, you see what it says there? It actually should say, fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. We're the police. Still says protect and serve, but that's from the 70s. Yeah, the only benefit to going to the cops if you get your shit stolen out of a car in a parking garage at the aquarium where they have no cameras and no liability is for insurance claims. So it's good stuff. So, yeah, remember that. That's like, uh, you you know, you hear about people getting their shit stolen in uh, San Francisco. And whenever that happens, people are like, what are you fucking dumb leaving shit in your car? (laughs) They just it's just like. You know, if you got attacked by a bear because you're throwing salmon at it, they 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 treat the criminals as though they're just like, yeah, what are we supposed to fucking do? You I just couldn't can't. tell the difference between bear spray and salmon. <laughs> yeah. That's how I got my face mauled off. <laughs> uh, but in contrast to that, uh, up here in, in rural horse country, north of Pittsburgh. You mean down here? Down here. They're well, north yeah. of us now. Right. Well, yeah. we, we live in horse country. Sure. Mm-hmm. Horse country is delightful. Everybody is a uh, fucking sweetheart. Horses and corn. That's People just, is. it's like, oh, I woke up for the day. Now's the part of the day where I open the garage door to my house and it just stays open all day. That way, if I want to go outside and look out at the neighborhood, I can. That's what people do. They don't have windows. <laughs> this was, no, my my grandparents, the, the dead ones. Uh, well, three out of four of them are dead. The mm. first two that died. <laughs> Okay. Um, they bought a house in like 1958 and they planted some trees in the neighborhood and the okay. whole neighborhood was brand new in the 50s and they lived there until they both died. Um, Laney was the last one to go in 2013, but throughout nearly, what's that, 50, 60 years almost, okay. um, basically they turned their garage into a patio. They put that indoor-outdoor carpet on the garage floor. Like AstroTurf? Yeah, yeah. Oh my the God. green stuff. Yeah, my grandparents had it. was just plastic, like little yeah. little shards of plastic. Yeah, yeah. So they parked their car on one side. Like and the other side, yeah. they put two wicker rocking chairs and a little table in between so they could have their ashtray. Oh, nice. And okay. they would just sit there on their rocking chairs surveying the neighborhood. Their, their house was at the end of a street. They were at like a T intersection. Were they looking out for And they looked like... out down the street and they could just survey the neighborhood and that, that door was open all day long. They were looking for blacks, make sure they didn't come in the neighborhood. There were some Chinese that moved next door and oh. that didn't sit too well. <laughs> um, the Chinese are like, why are these old fucking Jews staring at us? They're not, they weren't. There was, this is the non-Jew side. Oh, even worse. Or better, depending on your perspective. I don't know. The Jewish grandma has an African friend she's very proud of. Oh, how nice. So there's that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just the mentality of these people. And we live in, in the rural version of that 
They yeah. live in the suburban version. And so much so that like I had a long, long, long meeting yesterday on the phone from like seven in the morning until I think 11 a.m. So throughout this meeting, I'm walking around in my, my PJs and my slippers. I'm pacing around. I'm doing laundry and I'm taking this meeting and I'm trying to quietly pee. You know, on the phone. Oh, like that's that. the most fun. It is. You, like you, you hit mute, but you got to respond to things. So you're like, oh, I'm going to pinch it off. And, and then respond. you flush and you go, did I mute or did I unmute? Right. And then you get to turn, oh, like light it up your phone and see which one it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one. You're like, one. yes, mute. See, that's why you got to go outside. But I I'm guess usually the pretty good, good with enough. it. Yeah. So, piss, oh, piss in the sink. They can't hear it. Oh, yeah. Good point. I'm not tall enough. Oh, fuck. Got to get you a stool. <laughs> yeah. No, you just need a nice arc. Oh, you right. know about arcs. Yeah. So um, at one point, I'm out in the garage, and I have the garage doors open, and all of a sudden, the neighbor lady, who I'd seen out of the corner of my eye across the street, I, I can't communicate with her. Like, I want to say hi. Like, she's someone I want to say hi to. She's yeah. very nice. I like her. Um, but I'm on the phone. Like, I'm pacing around, doing my business, smoking my cigarettes, pacing back and forth with my slippers. Also, she has no idea you're on the phone. Right. Because I have earbuds. Earbuds. Yeah. She might so not even know I'm just know a crazy are... person yelling <laughs> yeah. to pacing myself. Pacing in circles, yelling at your yeah. cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> so uh she walks over carrying a plate and it's a paper plate and she's in like her pjs too and she walks up and hands me a giant plate of cookies oh nice and i'm on the phone and i'm trying to be super grateful for the giant plate of cookies while also looking at the cookies and going <laughs> there's a lot of colors in this plate yeah that, that are not brown. like chocolate chip that are not like cinnamon color yeah. It's fucking Christmas. Color. Right. There's there's pink, there's red, there's green. Orange. Orange. There's Jesus Christ. There was little fruit fruitcake. <clears throat> Way too many fruit colors. I'm not happy, but I'm grateful. It's very, very nice. It was very nice. And this over, was yeah. not like a, a little tiny plate of shit cookies. This was a, a hefty overflowing plate they wrapped have, in saran wrap. They also appeared to all be made like homemade. Oh, they, absolutely. These were not bought cookies. Yep. Yeah. So I tell her, I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. I have something for you. <laughs> and you're like weighted ah. blanket. <laughs> well, you hand her a pack of cigarettes. Tell I, me how much you weigh, and I'll be right back. Okay, we well, can get into that. But <laughs> good tease. I I bought a bunch of gifts for my neighbors at all the Airbnbs to try and keep them on my good side, or to try and keep me on their good side. Yeah, and yeah. I bought them weighted blankets. We'll get into that later. And I bought them these tins of assorted premium chocolates from Sarah's Candies. Sarah's nice. yes. Candies? <clears throat> so a local uh, Western PA. It's been PA discussed Pittsburgh many favorite. times on this show. Has it? Yeah. Have I've never heard, heard their show name before. before. No. Um, <laughs> I gave up years ago. <laughs> luckily, I bought one too many. Nice. Of the tins. So I ran inside. I grabbed the tin. I removed the price tag. I ran out <laughs> and I handed it to her. And I said, I'm so sorry. I'm on the phone. And I pointed to my earbuds. And uh, she... Seemed delighted and, and thrilled to get this. But then later I thought, oh, wait, she cooked these cookies. Like she made them from scratch. They look like they were leftovers from a holiday party, though. I mean, I don't know if she baked them for us. I'm betting she baked them for everybody on the street. May Oh, maybe. Yes. Yeah, and seems I like hand that her kind of lady. a pre-made tin of cookies <laughs> or candies that she, if I were her, I would think this motherfucker is just giving me a gift that he was given. Yeah. You should have run in the fridge and grabbed burritos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, had we have a burrito. Million store. dollar burritos. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, oh, we all There's a story. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> stolen burritos. <laughs> Double stolen burritos. Um, so, yeah. 
I handed her this. Meanwhile, my assistant was on the phone the whole time, and she's like, that was the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life, that whole interaction. <laughs> listen. I was in the garage. I didn't even know it was happening. Not the garage that I was in. Yeah, I was in the, uh, I was in the big workshop, I guess I should say. But uh, yeah, now I feel bad for this woman. I, I want to go to her and be like, I want to explain the gift. I want to go, I didn't get this from somebody else. I, yeah, yeah. I bought this as a gift. Right. Like, I'm not re-gifting. I yeah. need to explain that to her. Do you think it's, so? It's driving me nuts. <laughs> like an episode of Seinfeld. It, it really is. It's driving me insane. Like, I need to go over there and talk to her probably right now. Yeah. I need to knock on absolutely. the door and make it happen. Wait until like 1 a.m. See if she's up. <laughs> um, oh, we should bake cookies, I guess. Speaking of 1 a.m., I've been getting up at like 4 in the morning every morning for a while, and I'm loving it. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that because you nap? For like Take three a midday hours? nap? No, not three hours. Usually today I read a whole bunch and napped and watched TV. But I'll probably get up at four in the morning tomorrow too. It's just been happening naturally. I'm not setting alarms. Yeah. I'm not planning to get up at 4 a.m. You just wake up. I just up get really sleepy at night. Well, that is when <clears throat> sleepiness happens. Yep. Yeah. So. so. And then you, uh, you, then you wake me up. I wake you up? Yeah, because you're f- f- constantly filling bathtubs. Yeah. <laughs> which are on the other side of the wall of my bedroom. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got to do the so, cold dip. Yeah. And that's awful. I wake up to uh, the... You know, you know how bathtubs have that squeak? I usually wake up to that squeak noise. Squeak. When you get into a bathtub and it goes like your feet will go like... Oh, eh, yeah. A couple times. Well, because I'm trying All to get in at the, at, the, the, at the same pace the whole way down. Oh, yeah. And you're... Yeah, you probably squeak a lot because you're not just sitting down in a nice hot bath. You're... No, freezing your testicles off. A lot of shrinkage. <laughs> that episode yeah, of Seinfeld gets real squeaky. Yeah. <laughs> when your dick shrinks, it squeaks. <laughs> yeah. Surprised you didn't know that. It's like uh, glacial ice, the same similar noise. So you were buying weighted blankets for your neighbors at your properties. And uh, like, why weighted blankets? What's the thought process there? My, I, I had to come up with gifts. So a couple months ago, I told my assistant, I said, ooh, let's set a reminder to buy Christmas gifts for all the neighbors. Okay. But what do I get? What's yeah. something that they will use? And she said, weighted blankets. I said, that seems very effeminate. Oh, really? I okay. can't just give that. It seems very, doesn't it seem very effeminate? No, it's accusing people of being, having autism. Yeah, that's, no, that's what I think. It's just very uh, intimate. Like, it's like a weighted blanket. It's very intimate. I don't know how intimate that is. I mean, a, a throw rug or or throw blanket like a, it's not like condoms. No, <laughs> yeah, no. it's like a game of lube is, and is a wink. More <laughs> intimate. I don't know. I wasn't too concerned about the intimacy thing. I was concerned about the the femininity of the gift. Like I'm giving it to a lot of couples. Yeah, like married couples, and it's like if I was a dude and I was given a gift for like. Me and my wife? Yeah. I'd be pretty pissed if it were a weighted blanket. I'd be like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Yeah, re-gifted, I guess. I don't need to be swaddled. Yeah. Uh, well, next time, buy shotgun shells. There you go. Yeah. Those are affordable. And also heavy. Well, I did buy the, the candy tins. Yeah. So. so. I don't well, know. It I gets don't... more intensive when you're buying it for a couple. Did you buy... Because, you know, they weigh different. So yeah. there's like a whole... There's a whole chart for that. There's a... That Chart was not on Amazon when I did it. It was just like, here's the price for 15 pounds. Here's the price for 20 pounds. And I went, I don't know. Did yeah, I- go for well, the cheaper. Yeah. You're supposed to look at the chart to figure out. There was and then no also, chart. 
It also depends on the size of the bed you have, too, because if I mean, it's a throw blanket. No, it's not. The ones he got were throw blankets. So you're telling me I fucked up? Okay, well, there might be that might be a different one. It might be the kind of blanket that you don't put like on your bed, maybe. So what do I got to do? Do I got to bake cookies and go hand deliver (laughs) bake bake cookies to them? I don't know. I think a weighted blanket's a great gift. I would love to get it, but I would be See? like if somebody gave me like if you gave me like a twenty pound, that's too much. That's not recommended. Oh, that's not recommended. No, not recommended by. Yeah, who? you really need to know how big everybody is because twenty pounds on her would might kill her. <laughs> no, you know, but like if somebody's three hundred pounds and you get them a fifteen, it's yeah, like not is this even weighted? This is like. My skin's more than this. But just so you know, there really is a whole science. And no, I, that's I not science. Getting, yeah. There's one for singles because uh, I got my mom one last for Christmas last year. And I, I was a, a little bit confused because I was seeing like a difference of three to five pounds in all the size charts. So I had like a million tabs open and I was doing like, uh, you know, the average amount of all the different scientific studies to find out which would be the best recommended amount and sleep studies. All right. And then they also, so it's like a pretty intensive thing to so make sure you get next year, get them helium blankets that are the opposite. <laughs> yeah. To counterbalance it. Yeah. Here's so, the other thing. This like Asperger syndrome, this is not an exact science yet, right? There's still lots of questions yes. with like weighted blankets. Yes. So when this show comes out, listen to what she just said, transcribe it, and then follow up with them and say, that's what you did. Okay. So I and have a bring question. A bag, bring them each sandbags and be like, this is supplemental weight for your weighted blanket if you need it. Just when you have your weighted blanket on, put the sandbag on top of you too. Hmm. Yeah, do they make like variable weighted blankets? Like you can get these weighted uh, water vest. blankets. Oh yeah, they just have pockets. Oh wait, that would water. just like kind of all go to the bottom if you're sitting. No, in no, no, they would have to have pockets. Oh yeah, have like, you tried the weighted blankets? Either? No, why would I try a weighted blanket? I'm not. I a girl. have it and I love it. it it's so calming. Right, because you you're a lady. Why would you say? Why would you get it? Didn't you get it for some dude? No, I got it for a bunch of ladies that happen to be attached to dudes. Exactly, and the dude is. Well, if they're in the same bed, maybe they might use it. And then all I, these ladies made their dudes send me a nice thank you text. Yeah. <laughs> I do enjoy <laughs> in the winter whenever you put on the heavy blankets, though. That is nice. It's very, uh, oh. it's very cuddly. So I have a question for, for Gabriella then. Because uh, you are 900 million more times, uh, 900 million times more thoughtful than I am. Um Next year, when I have to get gifts for these people, what should I get? Mm. And it has to be something I can't fuck up. Mm. Whiskey. Because I feel like I fucked this up. I put it in these big gift bags, except for the gift bags. If you picked them up by the handles, they, they would just, just tear apart off. because the fucking weighted blanket was in them. You have to get reinforced <laughs> so gift I'm like, bags. Oh, here. Hold it from the bottom. <laughs> you should have got them gift duffel bags for the men. Right. Or, oh, range bags. Mm. I don't know. These are city folk. I mean, are they all from Pittsburgh, these people? <laughs> yes. Wait, you, do you okay. know that for sure they're from, or they just live in? They live in. They're, they're yeah. all Pittsburghy people. Okay. I was say some kind of like uh, framed, maybe. I mean, artwork is suggest- or, subjective. Uh, 
subjective, right? Yeah. Suggestive artwork is suggestive. It could be suggestive. I could get suggestive artwork. <laughs> I suggest I want to fuck uh, some under this artwork. Suggestive artwork of piles of money. How about that? I do want them to think of, of me as on their side. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what better way to get it. on their side messaging. than to get inside? Well, see, this everybody is... has different artwork styles. So just get oh, something yeah. that's kind of abstract. A picture of me. No, <laughs> yeah. oh. it's a dick shooting cum and just give it to them and be like, it's the point. Yeah. In case you so ever want to explore this further. Oh. oh, that's a very Pittsburgh centric joke, everybody. I'm sorry. Uh, pull up a picture of the point in Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh, you could always just get uh, gift cards to Giant Eagle. Yes. Uh, no. Uh, no. I did not want to do gift cards. It's the I most was not ubiquitous. Gonna... No, I feel like that's punking out and doing gift cards. <laughs> not doing that. That's not thoughtful at all. Yeah. That's what my, my work does. I have a gift card I need to uh, turn in. I don't know. Uh, gas gas gift cards. Get them a, not get a, a gift ga- card. What are they, college kids? Bag of gas. You could make one of those little gift baskets. Do you, have you done those before with just a couple of little things in them? But you make those that, for all your Airbnbs. I pay other people the, yeah. to make those, oh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, so I, could... I am the gift basket uh, pawn offer master at this point. Oh. The gift basket, the welcome basket you make would be a perfectly adequate gift for yes. everybody, which you already know how to do. Just make those and give them to people. No, I don't know how to make them. I pay someone else well, to make them. Well, pay them easier. And I also, uh, I saw for sale on one of the Airbnb Facebook groups, Macy's was selling these like gift baskets for like bath stuff, like with different bath soaps and yeah. salts That's and stuff. That's super effeminate. Yeah, I bought a bunch of those and oh. I started putting those in all the houses too. <laughs> I don't know, the, okay. the, the weighted blanket, even if it's a little off, uh, I think a man would use that more than, I, I bet not many men would use those bath salts. Yeah, a man no, with no, no pride. I would. So... <laughs> I mean, I've never used a salt in my bath. Well, now's the time. Maybe I should buy oh, yeah. slippers for everybody. That yeah, but you don't feet, know size feet size. Oh, yeah. yeah you can't get something like that. Aren't they universal size? No. Okay. No. Do you think somebody well, with small, my foot... medium, large. You think Gabriella wears the same size slipper as me? No. Or Brett? That's why there's like, a man <laughs> slipper and a lady slipper. Yeah, but there... Well, were... you could do those one-size-fits-all robes. One-size robes. And now we're getting that's more and more of... intimate here. Yeah. Who used the... <laughs> Yeah, and then throw in condoms <laughs> and you're set. <laughs> so anyway, is this seriously a show about gift ideas three days after Christmas? Oh yeah, good point. Well it just happened. Kawans is coming up yeah. or gone. That's the know. only that's the only real activity I did on Christmas besides go to the gym. Mm. Yeah. Twenty four hour gym is great because there's uh no nobody needs to be there to attend to the uh, door. You can just go right in and work out. And uh, it, was, it was it was fairly empty when we got there, and then two these goddamn kids show up with their fucking rap. The same music. kids with yeah, the rap it's the music. Same fifteen year olds, and yeah. they've got to blare their rap music while they do shitty uh, uh, bench press. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Why don't fuck you ask them to put on Christmas carols? Oh yeah, but that would sure. be worse. No, that would be fine. No, that'd be. Worse. Oh fuck you! That's so level <laughs> one to hate Christmas music. If, I don't know. I was raised so that way. One, I like that. I love Christmas lights. I love. I'm bummed that the Christmas lights are going to go away in a week or so. No, I remember last year, I think because of COVID, we noticed that uh, the lights were staying up until mid end of January. And I think it was cheering people up. So 
I think it, maybe it'll happen again this year. Uh, All around the neighborhoods, I was noticing that they weren't coming down like on this. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. If you're going to go through all the effort to put up these lights, why would you take them down quickly? Like, yeah, I, I would just I would leave them up as like winter lights. Well, back just in the day, I thought the rule was two enough. weeks after Christmas. I don't know the rules. I've never touched Christmas. It was the lights, end of so Thanksgiving until two weeks after Christmas. Is that it? was the unwritten rule. I see. Who says? My mom. Oh. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. You're Jewish. Mother. There's a, t- a time comes in life <laughs> yeah. where we go. I wonder if my mom was right or telling me the truth about that. Oh, by the way, I think my mom might be in QAnon now. <laughs> we need to get into that. Yeah. But I think this is like the one thing that my mom might be right about yeah. in her entire life. I don't know. People probably, I don't kid. know. I just feel like if I'm going to go through the effort to put those fucking things up, I wouldn't take them down that quick, and especially not in the dead of winter when it's so cold. I just leave them up until it's nice out. Well, the people who want them up aren't the people who have to put them up. True. That's probably a good point. Right. Um, and But I, I do love the, uh, in this world of rural, horse-loving, Trump-loving... Cornfield country? Cookie bacon. <laughs> oh, cookie Christmas bacon. Christmas light putting uppers. Bacon cookies. I like it. Is that a thing yet? Somebody has to have put bacon inside of cookies, I'm sure surely. They did. Okay. It's disgusting. Yeah, it sounds not good. Uh, it's, it's a travesty against bacon. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I don't know. I feel like I should put up some... I like accent lighting. I should put up some like, just like Christmas lights, but just leave them up all year long. And then in at night, you can turn them on. It'll be nice. Yeah, you should. I do that too. Andrew, you kind of have permanent Christmas lights at one of your Airbnbs. String lights. Yeah, because they're lights. trendy and Pinterest and stuff. <laughs> Pinterest and stuff. Yeah, you should have gone to Pinterest and found out what kind of blankets to buy. Uh, what else happened? Uh, well, uh, we got we got a cue mom. Oh yeah, <laughs> we do, <laughs> we do, and she's right downstairs, and she's probably she can probably hear, but she also might not know what's going on. Um, but yeah, lots lots happening here this week. Not too much. We're trying to like, uh, as you can tell, that we're lying down and doing a podcast today is more of a slow day. Playing Scrabble. Yeah, playing Scrabble. Oh, I think nice. we're going to watch the James Bond movie finally. Staring All right, real, real quick. I got a detour for a second on the Scrabble note. Have you ever been playing Scrabble and you thought to yourself, I would like this better if there were a lot more anxiety involved? Uh, so combine <laughs> Scrabble with like Operation? Yeah, yeah, kind of. And it's called Bananagram. I played this at Nick's house in New Hampshire. And all I want to yeah. do is go back to Nick's house in New Hampshire and play Bananagram. And I don't think I won once, but I still want to do it. So how is it worse? what happens if I message Nick on Facebook and say, we're coming to visit you. <laughs> to play Bananagram. <laughs> um, the way Bananagram works is like you all get your own tiles to make words with and you all make your own Scrabble board, but you're in a race to see who can spend Use your tiles first. first. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking intense. Okay. You would do terribly because yeah. you don't spend. I don't like intense. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nick and his girlfriend and myself and uh, you know Michael Garcia has joined us now and we play this game. Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's like quick math. It's in <laughs> that would be even worse. It's in VR and you have to build sandwiches super quick to order and you know it's this ridiculous video game in VR. So you have these three D ingredients. You're teaching robots. You are fucking teaching <laughs> yeah, robots right. how to do things so they can kill us. Well, I walked. It, I walked. So I walked into his office while he was doing inducing. this, and he's just sitting there jerking off virtually. Yeah, so you have to grab the food out of the fridge and you you do a chopping motion in VR. I got a video. So if you're outside of the VR, it just looks like I'm, <laughs> I'm standing in my room going, Ugh, ah! 
That was great. So, yeah, it's a great excuse for either one, I'm going to be watching porn, or two, playing sandwich game. <laughs> Imagine how scary the world's going to be for the last person not in VR. Me. And they just walk around seeing, I don't know, I think I'll beat you there. Uh-huh. <laughs> the old people. Oh, it's called Cookout. Yeah. A sandwich tale. <laughs> And you're just watching all these people flail around and go. <laughs> yeah, it is delightful, though. It's it's fun to be able to. Uh, like when I was out in California, it was fucking amazing. We had, you know, we, we would get together and watch football games in VR. Well, I mean, it's we did just cool play mini golf a few nights ago. And the whole time everyone was going, Andrew's such a fucking loser. He's doing terrible. Who won? Oh, yeah. Who won? Uh, I think I did. Shit. No, you didn't you, lose? No, you did. Oh, did I? Okay, <laughs> good. What's it? You totally could have convinced me that you won. <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought that's why you were bringing it up because you were. I thought I won. You were. You were. But doing, I'm not sure. You weren't doing great at the beginning. I was doing great because I was winning for the first nine holes. Oh, were you? Okay, yes. You did great the whole time. You all said Andrew was doing terrible the whole time, and I went, "Look, I wasn't losing until like hole 11, and then I caught back up." Did you? Okay. Yeah, that's the way that uh, mini golf goes in VR. Is you get to that one hole that nobody can get past except one guy. Uh, and Andrew Andrew has way less practice than we do. Yeah, but poor Brad, he's got the most practice and he does the worst, <laughs> except a couple of holes he just fucking kills it. Yeah. It's called Walkabout Mini Golf and uh it is it is the best video game I think I've ever played. Can you fuckers believe I'm playing Grand VR Mini Golf? VR ping pong by the way just started too. <laughs> that is not as fun. It's Brad, you should get a VR so we can ping pong. Nope. <laughs> It is definitely not as fun as the mini golf because, again, it goes back into the you have to have uh, uh, reflexes. And then it's especially difficult because I was playing with Nick the other night and he would swing at the ball and there was lag on his side of the game. And so he would like swing and the ball would like transport to a location before it got to my side of the table. And it was it's very confusing to figure well, out where the ball's going. Just be prepared for the future of everything to have lag. Oh, Yeah. Like you, when you get old, we're all yeah. going to be laggy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, cue a mom. All right. My mom has become politically active. We, I think we talked about this on a previous show briefly. And I feel like this is what you should do when you reach her age. She's in her 70s? Yes. Yeah, I feel like this is good. Okay. I get here. She says, do you know what nanowires are? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. You said I small say, wires? No, but... I already know where you're going. And she's got some podcast homework assignment from one of these people that she's involved with. Wow. Saying, beware of nanowires in the uh, vaccine. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, true or not? Like, obviously, something's up here. Like, obviously, there's there's some kind of fuckery going on here. But I wouldn't even bother with this. Unless you're, you know, a nanowire expert, you're... You're you're out of your league with this one, <laughs> you know. You're over your head, right? Because if you're just some like sixty or seventy year old boomer, which is the guy who sent this to her, going, do you know about the nano wires? Oh, you're not going to get far with anybody, I don't think, and you're probably just going to make trouble for yourself. So I've been asking her some questions just to really kind of understand uh, who she's involved with, and I'm actually considering. Trying to arrange an audience with Osborne oh, okay. to bring her to Osborne to talk about what she is trying to do, because Osborne is obviously a pro. Is he and, cute? Uh, 
No, 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 no. Oh, I, oh I my God, Eric in the chat. Away. Brett's mom, colon, terribly worried about this vax. Nice. <laughs> that was my grandma, by the way. I know, way. but this is your mom. It was the black. Oh, 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 yeah. Updated for the times. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. So wow. is, is she? I mean, what a culture. Hey, can we just pause for a second to compliment <laughs> ourselves? What a culture that somebody's right there in the chat with a joke from uh, a reference from like five years ago. No, seven years ago. Right. And, and then also a reference from just a little over a year ago. Eric also said, be careful playing Scrabble. Those rocks are slippery this time of year. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Good stuff. Uh. So I want to help her. But here's another thing that I learned on Christmas. If people are over a certain age, you can't help them. Right. So is she trying to push this on other people, like younger people? Is she trying to educate an entire generation about nanowires? No, not yet. Oh, not yet. Is that where she's going? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I, I want her to stop. Has she told but your nephews about nanowires? I, I, no, I don't <laughs> think so. But here's what I realized. During the end of Christmas, I'm sitting at a table with my dad, my uncle, and a couple other people in this age group. I'm using near perfectly worded English sentences, and <laughs> they don't understand what I'm talking about. Give me so, an example of one of your perfect English sentences. Well, I was I was trying to say my uncle kept complaining about people like Hillary Clinton. And I did the quote that is like, you know, simple conversations are about people, slightly better conversations are about events, and the best conversations are about ideas, right? Because when you're just sitting around talking about people, you're talking about people who aren't you that you can't do anything about. Yeah, if you're and talking shit on you people, do... you're gossiping, and you're probably surrounded by the worst people that you know. Right. But it's also something people do to bond, which is understandable. It's like a kind of a natural impulse to, you know, this is like the, the verbal group. high five in Jerry Seinfeld's words, the lowest form of male communication. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So I was trying to steer the conversation more towards like some of the things like the bigger picture things. But it, it just I couldn't get there. And these are all smart people, you know, so that was um I, my mom gets a lot, though. Like, my mom, I, out of everybody, my mom understands the most. Well, yeah. Like How she else understands can you expect to have any idea what nanowires can do <laughs> if you don't get a lot of stuff? Yeah, but I just... <laughs> I don't think she's there yet on the nanowires. And I just said that you need to, like, be careful with, with these people and these associations you're making because it's a Terribly time where about these associations can be interest so i'm just trying to steer her away from q people nice so what can we do my connection's unstable yes i know yeah we can hear uh i just it kind of like all right well we're gonna have to mute brett for a few minutes Puke. I want to look up what these nanowires are supposed well, what to do. Can, like, what can what, we do? What What does your mom think of all this? We haven't heard any updates of your mom. No, I don't. I don't think she has really any opinions any about the all? vaccines. Or did she get it? Yeah, I think she. Did. Yeah, yeah, she's vaccinated. Is she proud of it? No, I don't think she has really any thoughts on it. Okay. Um, I know that like my, uh, her husband, my stepfather, is fat and diabetic and old as fuck, mm -hmm. and so obviously they, you know, they have concerns about contracting, con yeah, contracting, 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 yeah. 
Seems like if you put the emphasis on the wrong spot on that word, it sounds That's like they're signing an agreement. Yeah. Uh, contracting COVID would be a problem, probably, but they might have had it. She thinks she's had it. Um, Everyone thinks they've had it. They all want to be part of the cool kids yeah, club. I've had it. Right. I'm cool. They want to be cool like you. <laughs> uh, now I'm super vexed. But yeah, I don't know that she really has too many opinions about it. But, but what's interesting, though, is have I talked about the vaccine, like the church and their vaccines when I was a kid? No. So when I was a kid, you know, I, I went to this crazy, like, culty church thing, right? right? And so I was in, like, I never got vaccinated when I went to, like, growing up. School. So vaccines, yeah, was one of those things where I had to get waivers and all this shit. And I had to get waivers so that they wouldn't make me sing Christmas songs. I know what this is like. Okay. I had to get waivers. Four. Just my dad not wanting to participate in the public school system. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so so uh, my like dad kid, ran up to school when I was in like third grade, okay. and he goes, "Look, I'm very based. I know you don't <laughs> get it, but your kids are gonna love it." The word "based," yeah. Okay. Anyway, God, I don't, I don't even know what that word means. It, like I don't, I don't the, know the context. It's the opposite of woke. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. But, yeah. Like I've never. Somehow I've never picked up on what based Someone who is based would happily buy a Let's Go Brandon shirt. Oh. No, 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 no. You're wrong. That's not it. Okay. That's just like a boomer. It doesn't matter what is around us. They're just stuck on this one thing. So are they like basic or? No. No. Based, it's like, think of it as like, like if woke is woke, then this is awakened. So it's also subjective, right? So our friend Roman Polanski uses this word all the time to describe things that are like quite edgy um, okay. and quite um, countercultural or things that would get you in trouble for saying or if people knew that you thought them. So I think it's safe to say it's a word that people could use to describe Portmanteau and okay. our general takes on things. Yeah, so I didn't get vaccinated whatsoever until I joined the military. Based. Yeah, I guess. Or just insane <laughs> religious people. But nowadays, like, yeah, I mean, uh, and then you left the military and you got military based. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the reason I, I, I was like, yeah, I'll get the, this COVID vaccine because I've been pumped full of God knows fucking what in the military the whole time, like anthrax and dumb shit. And so it's like, what's one more fucking vaccine? I mean, it was, you know, I'd been out for 16 years at that point, so. That was, you know, I was just like, meh, what do I care? <laughs> yeah, and now on Portman Show, we're conducting what's called a PAB test. You know what an AB test is? Yes. Abnormal. You compare AB two no. different things two side things. by side a- to see one group which works group. better. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So a PAB test is puke Andrew Brett, and <laughs> one of us does a thing that's potentially dangerous, and the other two of us don't. And then we see how everyone does. Yeah, so far, Puke's doing the worst. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, always. so far. <laughs> oh, uh, for one, as far as not getting COVID. Yeah. Uh, the slang dictionary says, based is a slang term that originally meant to be addicted to crack cocaine, but was reclaimed by rapper Lil B for being yourself and not caring what others think of you, to carry yourself with swagger. Thanks, Lil B. Based has been appropriated by the alt-right online as a general term of praise as if unwoke. So, okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I never knew that. 
Usually, I'm up to appropriate speed on these. terms from rappers like and when you're white <laughs> is all is in is in itself based. Super based. You know what if we yeah. what if we set this entire show's focus for the next twelve months on just appropriating Figuring terms your, from rappers. <laughs> doing what? Sorry. Just appropriating terms from rappers for like an entire year. That's all we try to really do. That's the only effort we put towards anything was taking terms away from rappers. I feel like the Hawaiites have already done that. They've been doing it for like 12, 30 years. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, let's find a new thing to focus on. I, feel like I mean, we... aren't I right if these, these pasty skin motherfuckers are walking around <laughs> calling each other the N-word? Who? Like, Who isn't is? it over? Who? I don't, I've seen whites do this. Terribly worried about these blacks. Based. <laughs> so... What's going to happen with your mom? Like, what do you what do you do? Are you actually worried, or yeah? I mean, what do you want to just wait and see what happens? She is managing the campaign of a very controversial political figure oh, in New Hampshire currently. <laughs> she used to do this when I was a kid, and I would have to like rollerblade in a parade with a sign for some guy, <laughs> right? Or we would have to ski for a congressional candidate. Vote for Pedro. Yeah, that kind of a thing. Interesting. So my mom has some chops in this area, but I'm trying to tell her like, and she knows, I'm not, I'm not, I shouldn't say I'm trying to tell her like she doesn't know. She understands how fucked up things are right now. And she hears the stories like coming out of the, the nieces, her grandkids. She hears the story coming out of their schools. Uh -huh. So she's aware, but I think it's kind of like what I said before is like, oh, let's do all this work. And then everybody votes. Right. And I don't really know if that's going to work. At this right. Point. But OK, as enough time goes by, isn't she going to get more and more pissed? Like if I had a horse in that race, if I had people I cared about in school, I would be so pissed. Oh, yeah. Like I'm pissed on behalf of my friends, but I don't want to open up that can of worms with my friends. Mm. With it's their a, kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a difficult. I have, you know, nieces and nephews. How I many of you? One. Oh, OK. Yeah, I didn't think you actually knew. Well, I could just drop like subtle little hints to all these people, like you know, and and don't be accusatory, be inquisitive, be like, "Geez, what's going on? That's making the kids so dumb." Yeah, <laughs> just like some postcard so from dumb? Pittsburgh that just simply says, "Pittsburgh, hello, right, and beware of the nano wires." <laughs> <laughs> right, they poke you from the inside out. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I know that um, you know here and there. I just uh, it's just like I talk to my mother mainly about the niece and nephew and and then i'm just like oh, all right well because she feels the same way she has opinions but then she's like well they're not my kids you know so like what are you gonna do all you're gonna do is create strife and it's just like well you know i didn't fucking have a child so what do i give a shit they're but honestly mine. like three of them the three that are all at like that most prime age of being indoctrinated i'm not worried about them at all like I just this summer, I started to notice it and really, really noticed it. Now, my brother even told me that he listened to an episode of School Sucks with his kids in the car. And I was just flabbergasted. Wow. Yeah, I was like really, really flabbergasted. Which by brother, that. A or B? Oh, A, A. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Running an A, B test here in my yeah. family. See <laughs> who will who's uh, my show. Uh, ah, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't do that sentence. I started it with the wrong words. Worst fucking performance spent, I've ever uh, had. Three, four, five, six, or 
nine hours watching Bond, the Bond movie. Nice. If they watch it again. Wait, what? The so, new one or the old ones? The new the one. New oh, one. okay. Just the new one. In the second the half, we need to get into the new one and also try and not spoil We can't. I, we haven't seen it yet. Oh, you I, have? Neither have I. I just, none of you have? Either I of saw you? it. I have. Oh, you did? Yeah, I watched it on a plane. I downloaded it to watch on an airplane. Nice. It's it's not playing here anymore, any, anywhere. All right. Well, during the break, yeah, we're going to hear a clip from the Discovery from a failure of an attempt at creating an entire new show. You know okay. how the Discomfort Zone is a spinoff? Yeah. Well, we tried to make a spinoff of a spinoff. Oh, that's too many spins. Spinning! Yeah. Like, back in the day, you had the Mary Tyler Moore show. Okay. And then you had Rhoda. Never heard of it. And then there was another one. Sure. That no one ever heard of. Like, all in the family? Like the Patty Duke show. Yeah, see, no one ever heard of that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> so we tried to make the Patty Duke show a Portman show. Okay. And uh, we failed, and we just did a regular Discovered Zone. It was kind of a joke because... It was basically because I, I showed up and ruined it. Oh, good it's, job. Well, no, it's become a <laughs> gag on the Discomfort Zone to talk about Huberman Lab. Okay. And uh, I said, let's do Discomfort Lab instead of Discomfort Zone. Uh, so I was half kidding, but then I said, yeah, you know what? It would actually, if Andrew or I was not able to attend, it should not be called the Discomfort Zone as we were the original hosts, you know? So you'd, you'd have to call it something else, but it's very Discomfort Zone adjacent, like our Poon Slayers show was, you know? So uh, that could have been a Discomfort Lab. Hmm. I, might, I might still spin off some of these into Discomfort Lab when there's three of us having a conversation. Yeah, it'd be like the, one if the old show Puke and the Gang didn't have Puke on it, it would have yeah. to be called something else. Such as? Just the gang? Or, or And? And the lab. Just I don't and? know. <laughs> so we did one of those. And okay. Here's a clip yeah. from that. You can find it at uh, portmanshow.com slash VIP. Yes. Also check out portmanshow.com slash table. Oh. <laughs> I got to see beautiful Manchester. Mm. We'll tell you. All right, well, great. Yeah, we'll we're going to. Yeah, we're going to. That's, that's what we're promoing break. Go! Well, thanks for naming the episode, Alex. Food is yeah. number three. No, why don't yeah. we buy a town in Africa? Why don't um, we buy a town in Africa? Why I not? got some good names already written down too, by the way. So we'll we'll deliberate after the show. All right. Well, I feel like I feel like whenever I have a, a topic or something and it's my lead, the show's immediately less funny than what what, what it normally is. I'm we like, had a few laughs. Let's not act like we didn't have a few laughs. We did have a few laughs. I'll tell you, I love talking about Drew. I mean, I wasn't joking. I mean, it was kind of a joke, but. Yeah, I, I love talking about you, Drew. Like when you called me a couple nights ago, yeah, uh, it was just—it's delightful to get a call from Drew, and I'm it always is, when I can't take it or be on the call longer. If yeah, Drew's anywhere, yeah, sorry, Drew. If Drew's anywhere nearby, I'm just like, how can I uh, get more Drew? Yeah, how can uh, I get a sample of that? Yeah, hey, you know, I, I did. I did want to say, moving this whole thing, I realized all these people that I like really helped move moved away.
Nanowires. Look out. Coming at you live through the fucking earphones. All right. Let's talk. So Go um, ahead and talk. Talk, motherfucker. Brett said he wanted to discuss this on the show. We were at the gym yesterday. You see? And uh, went to do deadlifts. And you did. I did. And uh, <laughs> No, you did. Oh, yeah. Now you did. I lifted, you lifted very little <laughs> weight and fucking hurt my back again. And then I went, no way I could hurt my back on that weight. So I added more weight. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking idiot. And, uh, oh, my God. Yeah, it didn't get yeah. any better. No. Okay. Weird. It's not how muscle tears work or slip discs I don't know, or whatever man. your fucking problem is. I don't know. And I'm pissed. You said you had like a nerve, like when you hit your funny bone, which shot down both of your legs. Well, yeah, like it wrapped from like the center of my lower back. Okay. And it wrapped around my hip down my legs. Like an electric shock kind of? Both legs, but mostly the right leg. It's like an electric shock feeling? No, it was just like, uh, a, ow, this hurts. And oh. it was a lot like when Brett and I both hurt ourselves, but he was hurt way worse. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, bummer. This is bullshit. Yeah. 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 You have to give it a couple weeks to heal. I gave and it then, months to heal. Right. When you go back to it, you just try to go back to being heavy, and you can't do that. I understand how awkward this frame is for the video listeners. <laughs> I have to stick my face out of it to talk into the microphone. I, under- well, I understand this is not ideal. So here's the thing. like, This isn't the first attempt at deadlifts. I've had multiple successful attempts at deadlifts, and I felt fine. I felt great. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how shit works. When you go back... You have to use bands, and you're going to want to use what's called a sumo stance, which is where you put your legs. Here, hold on. I, I, you, can, you can narrate what I'm doing as I go to the back of this room with my very long headphone cord and show you what this is going to look like. All right? All right. So Brett has angled the camera downward, and you can see Brett's lower body, but he is taking a sumo squat type stance, and his chin and eyes and headphones are coming into the frame. And he's bouncing up and down slightly. Yeah, so oh, sumo, now he's bent over. Sumo squat is he has his hands in between his knees as opposed to on the outside of his knees like a normal deadlift. This is very bad form if you're a long snapper. <laughs> what? Yeah, his legs are spread way too wide. You don't need that much what width. What the fuck do you know about long snapping? I know snapping? nothing. <laughs> I'm surprised you even know that word. Now, you're going to want to do that kind of a move, but here's the key. You're going to want... To do lighter weight and lots of reps. You're going to really want to try and burn out those muscles versus hitting them heavy, which is what we think we're supposed to do. Do it light so you can still work them and hopefully strengthen all of the other muscles that are involved in that multi, in that compound movement. That's the goal. Well, I was still able to do the row machine right after. Okay. So that was good. Yeah. And I felt better it's after a little that. bit different motion on the row machine. But I think uh, I just need to keep moving. Well, maybe. I mean, I feel like, yeah, it's kind of tough, but like, it, I, I feel like it helps to, to do, yeah, like Brett was saying, light workouts or movement, you know, walk around all that stuff and let that shit heal. But because if you just sit still all the time, then it gets kind of worse. Stuff starts to stiffen up and cramp or whatever. So what do you guys think about like uh, New Year's? Okay. Brad, what do you think what about, about it? Wait, well, I mean, it's been all kinds of different things in my life. Okay. I got called a retard by a cop once on New Year's, and other times I just stayed home. 
So it's like, I don't know if you can make rules for New Year's, like uh, thumbs up or thumbs down. You know, <laughs> it could, anything could fucking happen. Do you do the resolution thing? I know. I'm sure we've discussed this. We've had enough New Year's on this show. At least nine. But uh, you, I mean, I, I'll do resolutions on a daily basis if I need to. Yeah. I, I feel like New Year's is dumb. And the only reason I like it is because I get four days off from work. <laughs> I get time off from work, so I'm all for it. Okay. But, like, I don't give it. Like, it's just an arbitrary, like, this is when the fucking Romans decided the date changed to a new date. I get it. And that's what I used to think, too. I still. Th- but in the real that? world. What are you, gay now? When you have real responsibilities, <laughs> things happen at the end of the you year. You have a new year responsibility? Yeah. Oh, what's that? It's the end of the year. It's time to do all the bookkeeping for the year. It's time to oh, tally things okay, up. Well. It's time to submit things. It's time to figure out your tax burden. Yeah, it's time I have to, to do that. There's too. a lot that's of things you got to figure out. So rather than just go like, Wait, oh, it's fucking stupid. It's stupid. Every year is stupid. Yeah, but that that's how have, it used to be. That doesn't have anything to do with the holiday. Are you asking about I'm the, not asking about the holiday. holiday. I'm asking about the end of the year, the wrap-up, the, the, the new beginning, the, the look back. Never look back. How do you feel about forward. your 2021 puke? I feel like it was shit. That's not good. I don't know. How I, do you fix that? I don't. What can you do better? Suicide? No, answer the question seriously. <laughs> God damn it. I can't ever ask you a question. No, this is a comedy podcast. Go to your go to your stupid fucking discomfort horse shit if you want to ask serious questions. All right, fine. You do a show. Uh I don't know. I I feel like twenty twenty one was well, you can't say that and then and then answer the question. Twenty one was better God than twenty because at least I came back from California. Mm-hmm. In twenty twenty I went to California and that was pretty awful. But also pretty awesome, too, because I got to see a lot of stuff and experience things, take cool photos, right? Uh, but getting back was great. And then there was the, um, the the ongoing disaster of purchasing a new home, <laughs> which still hasn't technically happened yet. Hooray. <laughs> still haven't closed on this fucking stupid piece of shit um, because of just, like, goddamn endless... You know, you know the, the closing gets pushed out for this deed horse shit, and then because it's been pushed out, now the stupid... Uh, uh, what is it, underwriter or whatever, the loan people are like, oh, you, your water test is now expired because it's three months old. Like, motherfucker, the water didn't change three, in three months. It's bullshit. I don't know. And then I'm pissed, too, at the mortgage company because I feel like they should have seen this coming if they were doing their goddamn job. What am I paying them for? Because they, they let me know that, oh, hey, the water test is going to expire two weeks from the new closing date. But uh, you know how it took like 28 days the last time to get it done? Well, I'm glad we told you like three days before closing this time. So anyway. Well, a couple of thoughts I'm here. looking forward to 2022. Um, me, Are you? Because based on 2021. I don't look forward to anything up. ever. <laughs> well. Least of which years with too many twos in it. On one hand, uh, good job not calling everything a cocksucker. Cocksucker. In that tirade. <laughs> <laughs> on the other hand. Jeez, you look at things really negatively. You, you know who you're talking to, right? You, yeah, we would know each other. But you could have been like, <laughs> you could have just been like, yeah, we've had some hurdles with this house closing, but hey, I'm in this new place. It's great for all these reasons. Oh. We have a cookie bacon neighbor. <laughs> cookie. Ba- okay, let me get to the positive things. Okay, go ahead. Uh, we managed to move a shitload of things, and it was the weather wasn't the worstest ever. It, it took almost great, no though. effort. It took a lot of effort. I don't a lot know of about effort no for effort. like six seconds, which equates to no effort. I love the fact this house was so easy to move into. I'm very grateful that they let me move in before closing, and basically I'm a renter right now. 
I over the weekend I got to uh, I did my first oil change and tire rotation in my new workshop, which is one of these things that like when I was in New Hampshire and I rented the first house that had a garage, I was so happy to be able to do work on my car. It was the first time I could do it inside of something that was mine, so to speak, Mm -hmm. even though it was a rental, right? But anyway, uh, so being able to have a garage is like, you know, something that I love having. And now I have a gigantic fucking garage in addition to the other two car garage. Uh, So I'm very happy about that. But that shop like needs a lot of work. Uh, It took me forever to find the goddamn air pump which Andrew had conveniently shoved at the bottom of a bucket and then just dumped fuckloads of tools on top of. <laughs> well, I had a bucket. Yeah. And you <laughs> and filled it with shit. a bunch of loose shit. So anyway. That's uh, how you move quickly and easily, puke. And then Buckets. I put my tires on backwards, so I had to take them back off and flip them back around. But anyway, I, I really look forward to getting a car lift. That'll make doing these chores so much easier. Can't wait to do that. I look forward to being able to afford that. And, yeah, and gotta, in the new year, you get one of those cool oil drain things with like the bucket at the bottom and the long neck and then the pan up top. Oh, yeah, yeah maybe. That's what you need. I uh, mean, you can also just, I mean, uh, if you just have a That's tall, a life goal for me. If you have a tall thing, you can just put an oil drain no, pan on the top. I want one of those thing. things on wheels. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, buy one of those and you can use it I in will. my workshop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I look forward to the. the there's some negative stuff. Work is kind of weird. And then the next year, we're still waiting to get proper work in. It's weird. Um, but I'm still working. Uh, and then I look forward to this new year because I'm going to try and like uh, maybe cash out some crypto. Hopefully that shit pans out. Uh, but this year, like you were talking about the end of the year, taxes. Whew, oh, boy. Oh, boy, the taxes. Taxes, taxes, taxes. Why do you say that? Oh, like that. Well, because I'm going to owe a lot more of taxes because you know I've I've been playing around in crypto and there's, I we live in a stupid fucking country. It's a pile of shit for the most part when it comes to you know it's the reason people shoot up schools and like you know go on tirades and rampages. It's and because stuff. they individually made the wrong decisions in life. No, I think it's because we're told constantly that. You know, why are veteran suicides so high? Because you're told that you're fighting for freedom and you're doing all the right things and all this fucking bullshit. But and then you realize they made the wrong decisions a, in life. Yeah. Event. How dare you? Maybe. It's true. What? No. My point is, is that you are basically gaslit your entire fucking life. If you live in America about how wonderful and free you are. And then at some point, if you are successful, which like Andrew is very successful with property and he knows better than most people in this country probably what a goddamn fucking disaster and of bureaucracy and bullshit that the government makes our life in this country am i wrong i mean i'm just looking at their rules and going okay how do i not get fucked by these rules and then i but go, I mean you cannot tell me you're you're a libertarian person you cannot tell me that you are not frustrated by the, the facts of life of living in a country like america sure but i could uh, just sit here and choose to be frustrated or i could choose to take responsibility and do something about it and base my decisions on the reality that i live in yeah well yeah, I, I, just say, say, I, I, say, I really say, hope somebody else fixes this for me I'm not, well, i don't want to do that oh. here's what i would say i would say i'm in a far worse situation with you than you are with all that because i did this uh philosophical thing for a long time where i was basically what i called an ignorist which is like i would just live as if these people didn't exist for my own serenity well that has an expiration date and it's here serenity now taxes later but even still yeah exactly 
but or or everything later because how else are they you know planning to i mean now there's new ways you can get fucked you can get (laughs) fucked for your your ideas they're going after people like my mom for uh january 6th you know she was there i've seen her yeah, she's wearing don't that buffalo hat. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't implicate my mom. We don't know how bad this is all going to get. Uh, mm. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's still just like, uh, oh, well, cause and effect. You know, I did it. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, like I, I found it really useful to um, think about people that we often pathologize and talk down to and otherize as possessed. And it kind of takes all the resentment out of it, right? You go, oh, yeah, like that girl in The Exorcist whose head was spinning around and she was throwing <laughs> up green stuff. It's just like that's what these people do uh, metaphorically on Twitter and, and on you know social media and mainstream media is they throw up green stuff. And you can like get under it and be like, oh, my God, all the green stuff. <laughs> or it can just be like, that's so sad. Those people are possessed. And I think that should be helpful. But it's like, while all of these people, so back to like the veteran suicide thing. Yeah. I mean, that that's kind of a level of possession that eventually you come out of it and you go, oh, shit, what did I do? What was I a part of? Most of these people will never have to do that. They'll never they're they're their individual actions did not create such grimness right in front of their eyes. And they also are allowed to exist in echo chambers where they never have to develop self-awareness. And I think yeah. the same is true for a lot of these bureaucrats. So like all you can do is get into a circle jerk about how bad they are and how corrupt they are. And believe me, I have a lot of these conversations because I run a community where I know people need to vent. And there are days too where I need to vent. And I'm sure there's days where Andrew needs to vent about bullshit that he has to deal with. But as long as it's not like a mindset, because I found in my own experience, like 10 years ago, I was just looking for the next way that, they were trying to fuck me, right? As yeah. another example that I could enter into, oh, see, all they're trying to do is fuck you. So, like, I got arrested in 2008 for driving without a license. I didn't even know my license was suspended. But now I'm kind of like, did I subconsciously set that up? So I got here. I have to go get a New Hampshire inspection sticker tomorrow so so I don't get pulled over. And I haven't driven my car other than at night because of that, because I don't want to get pulled over. And, de- and deal with that. So now it's just like being, you know, preventative versus like, I feel like 10 years ago, I was looking for trouble, you know, to confirm my biases. Yeah. So, and it's always, it's always nice to sit there and confirm your biases and be able to complain in a crowd of complainers. Yeah. And to sit there in handcuffs going, I knew these were bad people. Right. Like I knew <laughs> that I had no control over this and it's, it's someone else's fault. Mm hmm. Which not. I did. And I remember I remember getting home that night 12 years ago, 13 years ago after getting arrested and, and sitting there in the kitchen going, we have no recourse. There's nothing we can do. It's like trying to reason with bears. These cops. And it's true. <laughs> it's it is. So that's what it is. You know, don't they, throw salmon. Is that why they don't call throw them? this? Don't throw the salmon. That's why they call them bears. Mm-hmm. In that movie with that guy in that car with the eagle on the hood. It's not like, but I, I it's mean, not it's like not you like didn't I'm know going into this that you would have tax implications for doing what you're doing. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to complain about it on the podcast we do where we complain about it. True. Okay, I get that. <laughs> it's a good point. It's a great point. But hey, I'm going to throw this out. Does anybody know of a way you could just set up like a like a corporation that trades in crypto that 
caps, uh, you know, le- that has a, a, an income of less than whatever the ceiling is to have to pay taxes on it? Yeah. Or does that only work for individuals? I don't know. I've... No, you can do that. You can set up all kinds of shit. You establish residency in a different country. You, and you well, can you it. can do that, which is very difficult. And I've talked to people about, like, you know, I've I've been in conversations with people talking about trusts, which apparently it's very difficult to do. And then there's, you, you, you know, like... You can do crypto IRAs now. That's the closest thing you can do to avoid these capital gains tax. But as long as these piece of shit politicians are, you know, convincing all the dum dums with no money that capital gains, you know, is just uh, the billionaires stealing all your money. I don't know how that's ever going to be fixed. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's what I'm doing is I'm just coping with it, and I'm I I have to surrender my tax or I have to surrender my money for their taxes is how I like to put it because I hate saying paying my taxes they're not my taxes there's a fucking cocksuckers and government's taxes cocksuckers they can suck a cock they can yeah this is like the worst (laughs) time to to have to come to this like to to this realization of just the cause and effect and the acceptance the serenity of this the way it is where it's a bummer in the last two years they're like guess what motherfuckers we don't even use your money for anything we just we print it (laughs) We'll we, print $7 trillion if we need to. Yeah, we just went to a computer and went boop, boop, boop. There it is, $7 trillion. Right. Um, but yeah, so, like, why couldn't that be your defense in a rational world to go, um, I I just want you to print my share? Yeah. Well, obviously, we know that Good that's luck, never going to, yeah, that's never yeah. going to work. Um, they will prosecute you, the poor person, all day long. So, what will you do differently in 2022? Nothing. I mean, what do you, I don't want to do any, what, what can I do different? Well, I don't know. You Fucking. seem very upset about the things that happened in 2021. Well, yeah, I'm upset about life. So, okay. So I want <laughs> you to take ownership of your life and do something different if you're that upset about it. Well, I don't know if there's anything I can do different though. Like there's no. Then who can do it what, for you? What can you do different about taxation? A lot of things. I mean, you chose to do all the things that are causing your tax problems. Eh, I like doing those things. Okay. So then your answer is to keep doing the same thing so you can then complain about it next year? Yeah. Otherwise, there's no show content. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what can I do differently? I know your answer is going to be just uh, only do real estate. No, I don't think you I should don't... do that. I think you would fail miserably. I know I would. Okay. Because I am not. I don't like real estate. Okay. Well, you like paying taxes then. No, I don't. Well. I like trying to make money. I'm magic internet money. <laughs> 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 I got like 200 bucks for no good fucking reason on an airdrop last week. Okay. Some billionaire guy or some shit was just like, here you go. Yeah, I found a $5 bill just magic blowing in the wind money. one time. Yeah. That was nice. Except the government doesn't know you got that, yeah. so they don't tax you on it. <laughs> the only reason I'm paying taxes is because I know that these motherfuckers are, you know, searching for it. Because, you know, if you, if you don't surrender your, your money to them in the form of your taxation bills or whatever 1099 is that what it is 1099 easy 1098 Jeez, you sound like an accountant <laughs> yeah i know thanks uh but yeah they'll fuck you hard if you ever get a uh audited i don't want to do that either i don't know what am i supposed to do it's like a, i don't know i think you should do whatever you want to do there's if that's nothing what you, you want to do then great then yeah. you're doing exactly what you want to do and you sound super thrilled about it <laughs> so good good for you well i don't know Brett, don't, how's your 2021 i don't like been? pooping either but i'm still gonna eat uh, best year of my life so far. Well, that's great. What are the I biggest insights like... that you have from the past year? 
Well, I feel like I, in many ways, I reap the rewards this year of lessons from previous years, mostly personal. And I'm looking forward to 2022 being a better year professionally. Uh, I made a big transition this year that, uh, you know, I could have kept going doing what I was doing. And I just came to terms with the fact at the very beginning of the year that, you know, this has run its course and it's time to do something new. I find myself, this is discomfort zone territory, um, over planning and under executing on this new thing. And I've got plenty of stuff to do to keep me busy, but there is still just some apprehension about you know, diving into something that's brand new and possibly watching it fail. And then I just need to remind myself that if it does, I have other ideas and other things that I'm already doing. But um, I am looking forward to 2022 being a more lucrative year than 2021 was. Um, and, uh, you know, there's there's lots of options for how I can make that happen. Just so, wait till you see what I bought you for your not Christmas present. Why would you buy me something? Because it was no longer Christmas. <laughs> so it was okay, because the rule was no Christmas presents. He got you a 45-pound weighted blanket. Yeah. Oh, good. Now I can use it like a kettlebell. <laughs> You're swinging around your head. <laughs> that might be a oh, hell of a workout, actually. Oh, yeah. Weighted blanket stuff. Hold on. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, let me do a demonstration. Oh, boy. You guys narrate. All right. All right so there Brett goes back, back into the same room. area where he was doing the sumo squats earlier. And instead, he picked up this blanket that appears to be quite heavy. <laughs> He's struggling with lifting it up. He's, He's dropping it, quite it. Well. He's doing the grunting. The grunting I, is He's very holding authentic. it, but it's below the camera. Oh, no. Oh, there's too he much He put weight. it on and he fell. He has a weighted sweater. He's now stuck to the floor. I hope he has a life alert because he's fallen and he can't get up. And now under he's the completely weight. out of the frame. <laughs> yeah, so we have no idea what he's doing. He's dead. There, now he's pooping. Uh, all right. Oh, it's on him and it's very heavy. It's he, a weighted scarf or a weighted sweater. He did a squat to get out from underneath that blanket. And there, <laughs> there are the sumo squats again. <laughs> oh, no, it's on his head. It's he's attacking his face. Now he's doing a clean and jerk. You know, the listeners, if you're not tuning in to portmanshow.com slash live, when we give you, you have a much worse time listening to this show. Yeah, we give you like an hour heads up when we do it on random days. So yeah, <laughs> come join. Us. Well, if you don't see anything by Sunday, yeah, that the show is happening, just assume it might be the next day. Exactly. Uh, that was some fun miming you did there, Brett. Or do you have? Yeah, an actual absolutely. Way to oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm kind of reflecting on, you know, I mean, yeah, I guess it is a week of reflection. Um, it's a slower week because I'm on vacation. And so I'm thinking back and I'm, you know, thinking about mistakes I made this year mm. and, uh, you know, chances that maybe I should have taken that I didn't. And, uh, I'm looking for, it is a nice reset when, when it rolls over to January 1st, 2021, 22. Yeah. 20, oh, <laughs> fuck. I'm a year behind. <laughs> I don't know. It's just this is a point in time where, like, at least me recently, I've been forced to look back at the past year, the past year of sales, the past year of income, the past year of expenses, all these things. I'm, I'm getting shit together for lenders where I have to show them my P&L for the past year. Oh, boy. It stands for penis and labia. <laughs> 
And here's how they interact, folks. Porn. Um, yeah, so, you, so you're super happy with all of your taxes that you had to pay and everything you're doing? No, but I'm not super pissed about I'm not just... No. I'm not just going to sit here and be a victim to taxes. <laughs> like I've deliberately taken a lot of actions to not have to pay a bunch of taxes rather Talk than a- just get yeah. pissed at the end of the year. Talk about them out loud on the record. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't do it. They're listening. I reduced my taxable income for 2020 down to $22,000. I did not live yeah, a see, life where I only made $22,000. Yeah. You're able to do that because you lived that life. Because I, I have made stupid, decisions that yeah. led me down that path. I've made terrible decisions in life. If they're if they're terrible, why would you happily go on into 2022 to make those decisions again and again and again? Apathy. Which is what you just explained you're going to do. Super apathetic. I just fucking, I'm like a leaf on a river just floating downstream. It's not like I've had a great why? year. <laughs> You've got the world by the balls. You've got a giant garage. Yeah. Yeah. What can I do in there? Whatever you want. I'm, I'm well, going to build a killdozer. Yeah. Do I want a giant garage? <laughs> if somebody gave me a giant garage, I'd be like, oh, fuck you. Now what? I got to light this thing? But oh, you yeah, I got, I have to wanted lighting. a giant garage. Yeah. And now you've got one. I have so many projects. You Dude. wanted a house yeah, in yeah, the country. Yeah. yeah oh, and yeah, now you got one. That. Yeah. I am and happy about Don't that. they just take taxes? Aren't you like an employee? Don't they just take your taxes anyway? Well, yeah, I'm not happy about that either because I look <laughs> at my W-2 at the end of the year. Is that what it is, W-2? or You're a W-2 employee, yes. Yeah, what's that stupid form? I don't memorize forms from the tax cocksuckers. It's, it's code Jeez, for slave. <laughs> One more of those sentences, and I'm going to believe you're an accountant. I look at the... <laughs> I look at this slave form and they go, Here was your ta- here's the taxes we took out of for the year. And I'm like, God damn it. I could have used that $25,000 to buy hookers and blow. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to live life. Like, this is. I don't know. Like, I'm, Andrew makes it sound like it would be so fucking easy. It's not just- easy. Everything's very difficult. Yeah. But just because it's difficult doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Like, I can look back at the year and go, this year fucking sucked. I wasted a lot of time yeah, in relationships. Yeah, normally you do. Don't act like you're Mr. Positive fucking all the time. You're only positive when I'm negative. And then you're like, oh, I'm so happy with my life now. Look at all the money I wasted on dates and, <laughs> and relationships, like a couple of failed relationships. Oh, wow, and that, yeah. that fucking heartbreak. And my dad died. And my grandpa died. This year was shit. My dad died, too. Not this year. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying 2021. Was that last year? I oh. could look back at 2021 and just think about that. Yeah. Or I could look back and go, geez, in spite of all that, I still was able to make enough time to actually focus and get down to business and get to work yeah. and grow and get to this point where I'm buying a company. Didn't I talk about some happy things or not? Not really, no. Not? Okay, well, I got some. There, somewhere. But it, it's the end of the year now, and, and I'm what I'm realizing is I'm fed up. Like, for as positive as I might want to look at 2021, okay, I'm very fed up. With but what? I'm fed up with people who are fearful. Like, on a macro scale and a micro scale. Last night, we were driving behind a Prius. Oh, yeah. This Prius had hey, no lights hey, on. Whoa, wait a minute. This new Prius, does it remind you of the Count at night when you're behind it? The Count from Sesame Street? <laughs> no, is it no, counting? What? No, Google... People at home, Google Prius from the back. It looks like a uh, like Dracula or a count or something. It's got very it has pointy these eyebrows. Weird, it, well, I don't know if it's the uh, the cape of a count. I couldn't see it. The well, lights were off. 
Oh, boy. right. That was the problem. Uh, this is an example yep. of somebody who is in fear that I'm just I, I, I no longer have any mental space for or time for. So there's a Prius driving on a it's a country road. Basically. Country road. Yeah. Right. Their daytime running lights are on. So in their mind and their digital dash is lighting up in front of them. So in their yeah. mind, their lights are on. Because God forbid you're responsible for turning on your own fucking lights in 2021. <laughs> but the lights are off, and I'm switching my lights on and off to let them know to try and be a good neighbor and be like, hey, dipshit. To be like, hey, uh, why is this car flashing their lights behind me on and off? Maybe I should. But like, instead of being self-aware mean? and turning their lights on and taking responsibility for their situation, they just go incredibly slow. And yeah, I just they, thought, they I just, just felt bad. I just went, this person lives in fear. And this person lives in a world where they're taken care of, where their fucking car takes care of them, where everyone around them takes care of them. They don't take care of themselves. They can't be responsible enough to turn their fucking lights on. Of course, they can't be responsible enough for their own situation in life, their own stand, like status in life their own place in life, their own income. They can't be responsible for any of this. I'm sure they've only ever collected a W-2 paycheck. I'm sure everything bad that's ever happened to them has been the fault of somebody else. And any success they had, they've never really been able to to like stand on on their own. It's always been because they were issued a certificate or a diploma <laughs> or something else that's handed to them by somebody else. They probably thought, wow, my new Prius has really shitty headlights. They could have thought that too. Or... They were like coked out of their mind on like they're not thinking any of these you know? things. They're just going through life in fear. They're mm. driving very slowly with their fucking lights off, driving all timid like. Yeah, now apply that to everything people do in life, and I have no time for these people. The people walking around with masks, the people who are just complaining about the overlords at their company doing this, that, or the other that they can't control. Oh, that's me. It is you to a degree. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. But I'm run, I have no patience left for these people, and it's not like I hate them. I don't think they're bad people. I just think they're fucking... That, not you, but oh, no, most of these people are fucking me. weak and pathetic, and I'm, I just... Why make space for them? Because these many the most, of them, Many of them have created a lot of problems. Right, the because they're the most year. dangerous people. They are the most... Mm. Who is more dangerous than the scared Prius driver on a dark country road with no fucking lights? Who's more dangerous than that person? Yet, they are the most afraid person on that road. Because they're going slow. They have no lights yeah. on. They're scared, and therefore, they're dangerous. They were probably wearing a mask. The most fearful person <laughs> I ever saw in my life was the person who pulled a gun on us in Manchester, New Hampshire. On you. Oh, I was Not there us. last night. It was you. Yeah, it's the worst place. It's a terrible place. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's. You should see it lit up for Christmas, though. It's beautiful. It's the worst part of New Hampshire by far. Yes. But a gun was pulled on, on Rich, a former friend of the show, host of the show. Yes. Um, and I was with Rich that night, and this kid pulled a gun. And I have never seen more fear in my entire life than the kid, than the eyes behind the gun. Right, because the reason he was carrying a gun is probably due to his extreme. He had level zero of fear. control over his entire life. Hmm. Yeah, and and I'm I'm thinking about that in the context of this past year and who has control over their own situation. This kid had less control on his situation than anyone else I've ever seen, and he was more fearful than anyone else I've ever seen. And I, these are the most dangerous fucking people to be around. Hmm. And I have no more space for them. I have no more sympathy for them. I'm done. I'm just. What good is it going to do me if I'm around these people in a relationship and a friendship and a social situation out in public? Get the fuck away from them. Just pass the bus. <laughs> pass the bus <laughs> yeah. full of fearful people. <laughs>
I yeah. know, it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately, and, hmm. and I don't have a good way to articulate it. Everybody needs to read the book Why We Drive. That was a very powerful book and an argument against what, what Andrew is talking about. Right, and these I people, thought. these fearful people, will always argue in favor of whatever is most safe. And well, as that's they the continue thing. to argue when did for those... what's most safe, they become more and more dangerous. Humanity, right. society becomes more and more useless and dangerous. Mm-hmm. I saw a stupid meme today that said, 50 years ago, an owner's manual told you how to adjust the valve timing of your engine. Today, an owner's manual tells you, don't drink the battery fluid. <laughs> That's a great example. It is, yeah. Was that in your Seinfeld group? <laughs> no, I think it was in a car thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, what are you going to do about yeah. it? What I'm going to do is I'm going to actively avoid fearful fucking people. Okay. I've surrounded myself with people who are not fearful. And unfortunately... Base jumpers. Unfortunately, I can't avoid it entirely, but like... Based jumpers. Nice. I'm taking over a company, right? Yeah. And I have independent contractors who work for this company that had an opportunity by this company. And this guy is a good performer. He's a good producer. But I had a great example of this, like, fearfulness, this fear-based mentality where he had all the same opportunities I did over the past two years to work out a deal to carve himself a piece of this company. Yeah. And he continuously chose not to do it. He just constantly thought, oh, that's a problem for future me. That's a decision for future me to decide. Mm-hmm. I don't need to act now. I'll deal with it later when it slaps me in the face. I don't know what he was looking for, but I think he was looking for someone out, someone to lay out a clear path for him to get from A to B. Yeah. It's only up to him to lay out that path in front of him. It's not up to anybody else. So because that responsibility fell on his shoulders, he never acted. And now that I'm taking over the company, he had some reservations about it. Now, I talked to him. We worked it out. But nevertheless, he had every opportunity in the world to step up, to go above and beyond, to take ownership, to take responsibility, to do something that's good for not just himself and not be selfish. Yeah. So one last time, I presented him with an opportunity saying, hey, we have a meeting in one of the worst cities I've ever been to, Boston. (laughs) coming up in january yeah. january in boston bad time to i'm go to going boston. there to meet with these people to talk about how we can grow our company and make more money for everybody i would love to have you there with me okay his answer was well geez if they were coming to pennsylvania i might consider going but i'm not i don't see any advantage of me going to boston and i went well there you go hmm. you're too afraid to go to boston because you're not getting immediately paid for doing that act and you're just too fearful to leave your territory and, and go and do something beneficial for you down the road. You're not looking at your future self. You're looking, how can you be rewarded immediately? Because it's not up to you to provide for yourself going forward. It's up to somebody else. Yeah. Well, on the one hand, interesting story. I'm going to Boston tomorrow. Gabrielle and I are going. Uh, and we'll see some shit there. So we'll report on that on the next show. Uh, but Here's an important question. What tolerances will you have for other people's? Okay, so like, can I still be on the show if I'm afraid of Gabriella riding the public bus through Wilkinsburg? Yes, I think everyone should be afraid of Gabriella riding the public bus through Wilkinsburg. Okay, all right. So I just wanted to know what your tolerances are going to be. Well, my tolerance, and it's not so much that. It's I'm my tolerance is... I don't, it's not fear. You know what? It's there. There, I do find... Caution and fear that, are different things. Fear prevents you from acting. Caution is just intelligence. 
Okay. Well, all right. So, so I can I can think of examples of places where I have acted very boldly and very decisively, and I can think of places where I haven't. And now I'm trying to do that. But I do find that, um, and I work on this, and I try to be conscious of this. But I do find that I'm prone to worry, especially about other people. I don't really worry about myself that much. And in fact, like when, when I've told her, like uh, Gabriella said, like, I, I kind of don't want you to do that. And she's like, would you do it? And I'm like, well, yeah, I would. Yeah. I mean, if I had to, I would, but I don't want you to do it because then I have to worry. Right. Right. So then there's like um, there's things that are out of your control. And this is like a whole other part of the serenity uh, uh, struggle is like, how do you how do you let that worry go? And that's kind of like one of the things that I want to, to work on um, now. And I'm not going to say in 2022, but I've, it's something that like I've been thinking about and I don't want, because I, I don't want to inconvenience somebody else with my worry, but I also don't want to inconvenience myself. I don't want to take mm. up mental energy or emotional energy worrying. But is that, I feel is that like, truly being fearful or is that being protective? Because like, I also get worried where I go, geez, I'm doing all these things. I'm making all these promises. And now the future, other people's futures are dependent on my decisions and my level of success going forward. Well, I I mean, when you phrase it like that, yeah, that's, that's petrifying. But I mean, like to some extent they are. Yeah, that's fair. Right. And then that's the most worrisome thing. And like at that point, I need reinforcement from those people. Like, do you believe I, that my 2022 will be better than 2021 based on everything you know? And if the answer yeah. is yes, that gives me confidence to move forward and not be fearful. But I am fearful yeah. on behalf of those other people. Like, if I fuck up my own shit, so be it. If I fuck up somebody else's shit, that's way worse. Well, the other that's the other problem, too. And this is something that I've thought about a lot, is that there might be people who, uh, you know, and that's kind of like the, one of the things that I, I tried to work on is like fortifying a mindset for we might have, you know, like what we've already endured as far as crazy shit, we might have that long left. And I know it's like, that, you know, oh, here's Brett again making a prediction about how long this is going to last. But um, my last one was good. So, <laughs> so I, I mean, and it might not even be this, but, but I, I don't think like things, if things turn a corner and start getting better as far as most people are concerned, because it's like, well, how do you, I, maybe it's different for me because the the work I do is more like call and response in the public eye. And you, you know, you have to really pay attention to changing trends and shit like that. But and well, I guess we all have to do that to some extent in different ways. But yeah, it's like, are other people going to, assuming that is the case and assuming there are two more bad years ahead, let's just say hypothetically, and I'm picking that number, you know, just to have a number to work with. Um, are the people around us going to be able to endure that? So are the people who depend on us or the people that we depend on for something, you know, then that's an interesting question. And I don't know the answer. And I don't even know so, what enduring that even means. Cause like when you, when I think about like, okay, at what point will I be forced to take the vaccine? Well, okay. My relationship with my biggest customer, I'm going to take the vaccine. So I'm going to cave. If it jeopardizes my ability to travel to Nicaragua, yeah, I'll get the vaccine. These are the circumstances in which I'll get the vaccine. But outside of that, there's no reason for me to do it. And 
that could be a fearful act or I don't know. I don't know how to think about that. But it's something that I'm going to have to choose to do when forced to. Well, I guess it, it, it comes down to like what – how do I phrase this? Like it's it, risk-reward maybe is the right way to put it. Because um, you're weighing like, okay, so you can take a hard stance and not get the vaccine and then fuck up your entire business career, which seems – like, okay, I mean, it seems like a stance that would be somewhat foolish or you can stand up on your principles so strongly that it basically destroys your life. Right? Right. Because well, like what's, you know, at a certain point, like with me in taxation, I would like to not pay them, but I also do not want to be uh, like fined and audited and all sure, that Sure, but shit, you can so apply that to everybody. There's a difficult question there, too, and I guess it's different for everybody depending on the kind of influence that you have. But there's never been an easier time to cave on your principles for the sake of surviving and thriving. And at the same time, I'd say it's never been more important to stand up for them as like a beacon and an example to other people. But yeah, it's to the latter part of that. It's like if nobody even notices and you just get fucked for, I mean, okay, it's not even that because you're not doing it for other people. You're kind of doing it for yourself, like for your own integrity. We have to choose Um, what mountain to die on, I guess. Yeah. 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 So I saw a lot of people die on little mountains uh, in the last 15 years. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking being topless in downtown Keene, New Hampshire. Right. Right. But those people had conviction about that topic you know but the, again the fine it was line between balls I, I don't think they had enough perspective yeah. I, I i don't i don't think they it, it was like i used to argue with those people like some people who are talented and good at making media and i won't name any names but um like aren't you better off on the side of the jail cell where the keyhole is versus the other side right like you can do a lot on the keyhole side of the jail cell not so much when you're in it Right. Because after a couple of weeks, people just forget about you and go on with your and that's way more true today than it than it was then. Like the people can't pay attention to shit for, you know, like, uh, oh, so and so is on day 61 of their hunger strike. Like, where would that even where would how would you even find out about that? How would you even spread information about that? So I don't know. I, I while I think it's these are tough choices, while it's never been so important to do it. There's, I think, never been more of uh, a temptation to kind of cave to these things. I want to pay these motherfuckers now least than ever. You yeah. know, like when I, I didn't know they were going to do any of this shit. I, so, think, I think going forward, rather than just simply resisting for the sake of resisting, people need to build their own kingdoms and fucking defend those kingdoms. Yeah, I like that. I mean, as long as you're able Everyone's able. Okay. No, not everyone is. That's not true. So, like, but I mean, it, what if they're it, not? What if they decide to change the laws that you have? You, you know, so the laws you're, are always going to change. I could be a victim of them, or I could change with them or adapt. Like, okay, yeah, that's what we're talking about, right? But, 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 okay, four years ago, four and a half years ago. I decided to move back to Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. I decided to sell my house. I thought it would cost me money to get out from under my house sale. And moved to Pittsburgh with no job. I thought I was going to take out a personal loan to get by until I got a new truck driving job. Yeah. That was 
That was all the pre-planning I had done before I took action. I took action. I moved here. The pressure fucking turned on. Yeah. And I had a job lined up. Great. Well, I thought I was going to get a job as a graphic designer. I right. was going to be able to use my degree and do something that I was passionate and but what I'm saying and is, And then I realized, like, oh, now I can't make fucking money at that shit. But looking back, so, what advantage did I have? What upper dreams. hand did I have? Uh... You're good at talking to people and convincing them to give you money. Okay, I'm just a fucking guy who dropped out of high school, moving <laughs> back to Rust Belt, Pennsylvania, with no fucking high, like no degree and no skills, and a resume that I haven't updated in years. Like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Yeah. So do I put um, do I put my future in the hands of somebody else to decide how much I can or can't make because of how much they value me per hour, or do I take responsibility for it and do I try to look at different opportunities and go for them? Yeah. And fuck up along the way and learn from those mistakes. And that's what I ended up doing. So if I can do that based on that scenario as a high school dropout, nobody has an excuse to sit there and offload their problems or their issues onto somebody else and be a victim. Yeah. I like pressure. And I've gone back and forth in this in the last 20 years of my professional career where the first like six were just in a fucking pressure cooker all the time time there was no relenting from it and as i got away from that it was like oh yeah never be that way again never be never be in an environment where where you're stressed out but then it's like stress is also a choice and how you manage it and it's not like i'm saying i'm fucking um you know cured of experiencing stressful feelings but like when you're that young and you have no wisdom and you don't know how to manage stress, it's easy to say when you get to 30 years old, like, oh, yeah, I'm never going to do that again. Instead of just saying, well, maybe some of that kind of pressure and that kind of accountability and accountability to other people, uh, which there was a lot of in my, you know, the first 10 years of my professional career um, is good if you know how to manage it. And it's not something that you have to abandon, but it took me a long time of abandoning pressure to understand how it could be useful if you had some skills in managing it. So I agree uh, with, I mean, yes, Andrew is part of two privileged groups, one that is publicly privileged and one that is secretly privileged. But he also <laughs> did. I do agree that, yes, he, he didn't have much going for him, maybe when he came back here and pressure was applied and it worked. And I feel like I'm kind of in a similar situation now where I feel, uh, you know, some nerves about that. But I have put pressure on myself at this point, And I think that's good. Tits and I Rolls like Royces. that. What was that? What part? Tits and Rolls Royces. The tits Ooh. and Rolls Royces. <laughs> Did you miss anything I said? No, we got it all. Yeah. All right. And I think it's a good right. point. But honestly, like I look at myself now and I have less pressure and less stress at this moment than I have in a while which causes stress and pressure because <laughs> mm. I just yeah. want to go out and find, I have to go find more pressure. It's a circular. Yeah. yeah there's no way world. to be happy. And that's, you should be happy about that. I am. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Like you're I never going to be happy. So be happy. No, I'm yeah, happy like, that I'm never going to be happy. What? Like I look back, I'm looking back at this past year and I'm going, okay, at what, what blocks of time did I stagnate? What blocks of time did I really move ahead? Like okay. how was I juggling all these things and pushing everything forward? When was that happening? Where was my focus at? And that's that's an objective way for me to 
kind of be proud of certain things, but also acknowledge my shortcomings too. And at this point in time, like I'm, I get to enjoy it to a degree. Like I just want to fucking Miami. You and I just went to Columbus on a whim for a night. Oh yeah. And had a hell of a night. Yeah. And a fucking hell of a next day. <laughs> yeah. We both vomited. Yay. So there's that. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't be doing that if I had more pressure on me than I've ever had in my entire life. So mm. I have to like, it's, it's very, oh, there's like a healthy, there's like a healthy balance for this. There's nothing healthy about any of this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there, I think there can be, I think, I think that I believe that that can be achieved and that's me kind of like looking like I just ended a thing. So I'm like, all right, well, what, what was, what was Brett uh, V like the, I don't want to dox myself. What was, what was I like the last time I ended something and was in like a huge turning point in my life? What was it? What skills did I have? You know, uh, like internally, emotionally, what, what, how good was I at navigating life and what advantages do I have now? So yes, I've compared those two time periods. And I think, yeah, I, I, I like that idea and I think I was mistaken in the idea of like, just be contented um, every day. Well, I do certainly find time to appreciate a lot of the smaller things in life and be grateful. And I think that is important. Uh, I do think, I'm not saying I've achieved this, but I do think you can find a balance between, um, you know, pressure and happiness. I life. think most people can. Um, and I know most people can't. Okay, I think some people can. I think everyone has okay. the ability <laughs> to do so if they choose to do it. I have not been successful in that regard. And no matter how close I get, I always have the uh, the lingering thought of looking at my dad and looking at his level of success and then his multiple failures of losing everything and that timeline. Like, I'm 35. What did he accomplish by 35? Where was he at? way the fuck ahead of me. So I will never be good enough in that regard. Mm. But by 40, what had happened? He lost everything the first time. Yeah. Same with my dad. Right. So he continuously lost everything over and over again, but was able to build it up that much more quickly. I will always have pressure from that in my head because I do not have the focus that he had. I do not have the ability to grow something from nothing like he did. So, such a weird thing, though. I'm sorry, but I don't mean to judge here, but it's such a weird thing. You sound like a prince from Game of Thrones when you say that. Just call me Jamie. Was that the right guy? Yes, and Jamie, that's a perfect Jamie example. Was, Jamie's dad, Tywin. Name. Tywin was always like, you know, here's, name. here's Jamie. He's handsome. He's a knight. He's got a hot girlfriend who's also his sister, but it's <laughs> fine in that world. And yeah, nobody, it's, they're a powerful enough family that people aren't going to go up to him and be like, hey, man, fuck your sister. No one's going to do that. So he has a lot going for him, but he lives in his father's shadow for no reason, right? His father's from another time. But isn't it better the if the reasons are different. my own than somebody else's? What? Isn't it better if the reasons are my own that I created rather than someone else's reasons? To compare yourself to your dad? Yeah. If like, no one else is comparing really... me to him. It's just me. Well, no one um, else met your dad. Plenty of people. Yeah. If we, if we knew your dad and saw him play in his 
you know, his musical group. What was it called? Organ of Pain, his band. <laughs> that, was, that was Nick's dad's book. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, but he played. My dad the did piano. play the organ. Yeah, yeah. Keyboards. I thought that was the name of his band. That would be an amazing band name <laughs> for an yeah. organist. So, uh, and we had just like hung out and like sat behind him on his CRT monitor, watching him talk shit to like Hillary Clinton supporters and stuff. Like, Andrew, you're dead. What happened to you? He was cool. You know, <laughs> I have no friends one's, who no one's this. doing that. You're right. No one is doing that. So it's just it's your standard. But I don't understand why it exists. Oh, mine is uh, all Jewy. Um, <laughs> maybe it exists for just uh, ongoing motivation. OK, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I I mean, as long as it's not beating you up, then um, but I don't know, you, maybe you like that. That's interesting. I, I don't know. I don't have a quick response to that. I'll, I'll think about that. I'm sure that's a good future discomfort zone topic. And a past discomfort zone topic. <laughs> yeah. Check out the discomfort zone is what I'm saying. We've yeah. been over this. Portmanshow.com slash VIP. Yeah. <laughs> or slash table. <laughs> you, like so table. you guys are never going to believe this, but it's time for me to have dinner oh, uh, here. Delicious. <laughs> I got a little family event, so we're going to wrap up. But are we? Oh, you think we could uh, we could hold off on recording again until I get back or I think we can do that. Well, when the fuck you getting back? Yeah. Yeah. When are you getting back? I'll be back Monday, but maybe we could even do it Tuesday since today is already Monday. Okay, I think that's doable. Yeah. And I appreciate that. It is like, you know, a Tuesday. Why not? What are you doing? Like Tuesday the 4th of January? That would be the date. Hmm. Well, I have to work the next day, so I don't know. You have to work the next day every Sunday, too. Yeah, and I don't like it. <laughs> so, I, yeah, it would be it would be helpful just because um, I'm trying to maximize time with family. I'm really enjoying it. And I, I even canceled something, uh, one of my responsibilities tonight to, to be able to attend something that came up kind of short notice. Well, more importantly, so, say hello and give a hug to Karen and Doug and A and B. Watch out for those nanowires. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, real quick before we end the show, we did allude to us going to Columbus for the night yes. on Christmas Eve Eve. Correct. And uh, we were going to help out Drew Sample a little bit, but we didn't help him out very much. He is coming to get the CRV, which is the most helpful vehicle that anyone's ever experienced. Um, Drew. Yeah. Drew's going to use it. If it wasn't for the CRV, I'd be standing here right now and I'd be like, I haven't been home in four months. Right. If it wasn't for the CRV, I'd still be driving a Mercedes. so <laughs> Drew's coming to get that. But we went out to Columbus to see some people, including Drew Sample. And there's this thing that happens to Columbus where you go, this is such a shitty, expensive city. The only way to make it not awful is to get uh, way too drunk. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, but this is my first time to Columbus. so Yeah. And, and I want to get your highlights from it real quick before we end the show. But one highlight that I have is. We all went out to multiple different places. We had a very expensive, fancy dinner. Oh. I had grouper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and it was delicious. And uh, delicious. then we went to another bar. Things with reductions on them. Yeah, reductions. Even means. And I'm the, I'm the guy that watches food programs. <laughs> and uh, then we went out to two more places, continued drinking. Did we go to two more places? We sure did. I don't remember this. Two more places. Later in the night, we were all shit-faced. 
and sitting around in the Airbnb, and somebody ordered burritos from some kind of Grubhub app. Oh, yeah, yeah. Delivery and we were burritos. all expecting delicious, big, drunken burritos, like yeah. at one in the morning. I, I was not, because I didn't know burritos were coming. Well, between the point at which the orders, the, the, the burritos were ordered, and the point at which they showed up, everyone fell asleep. Yeah, everyone passed out. Mm-hmm. So I go to bed, very not feeling great. And in the morning, I wake up feeling even worse. I, I don't even yeah, sleep. All of us the whole felt night. Like I don't sleep. Shit the next um, day. <laughs> but I wake up in the morning, and everyone decides to throw a party in my bed in the morning. Oh, nice! So there's me and three other people in my bed. <laughs> Everything's noisy. <laughs> Everything's uncomfortable. Yeah. I hadn't slept. I had just vomited. Uh, I'm not doing great. But you know what made it better? You know what made me feel better instantly? I started making jokes, okay. mostly about how bad I felt. But as soon as I started making jokes. I just started zinging and felt better. And uh, then Puke woke up at one point, vomited a whole bunch. Then we all realized we ordered burritos. What happened to the burritos? (laughs) There's a picture on this person's app where she goes, oh, there's a picture of them on the front porch. Okay. We opened the door to the front porch. No burritos. Sans burritos are gone. Burritos were stolen. She spent $100 on burritos. Fucking raccoons ate good, probably. $100? An hour hour or so later, we get a hold of Drew Sample, and he goes, yeah, man, I woke up last night, I got out of this chair, and I got in the lift to go home, and I saw these burritos on the front stoop, so I took these burritos (laughs) with me. So as Drew po- took all the burritos. As opposed to like putting them in the fridge of the Airbnb <laughs> everyone was staying at. Yeah. So, well, she got refunded for the burritos because they were stolen burritos. Yeah. But Drew technic- stole Technically them. true. But then we went to Drew's house. It was an inside job. And Puke stole the burritos and brought them back to Pennsylvania. Well, yeah, because Drew had a fridge full of burritos and he's like, nobody wanted to take the burritos. And I guess he was going somewhere. So he said, take the burritos. And I said, fucking free burritos. Everybody wanted those burritos. Yeah. Well, they, they had the opportunity to take them. I don't know why they didn't, but that was just amazing. I was not letting burritos go to waste. And I ate so many burritos. I have, I feel like I felt like shit for three days. Cause <laughs> I eat nothing but burritos. <laughs> Went to the gym yesterday to do deadlifts after eating a burrito, like two hours previously. And I fucking nearly threw up. Yeah. <laughs> Brett's doing a burrito squat. Brett's doing uh, poop so, burritos. Other than the burritos, uh, do you have any highlights from the Columbus trip? I mean, that was, it was just a crazy fucking disaster of a night. We did uh, ride in the back of a pickup truck multiple times oh through God, downtown Columbus. That yeah. was delightful. We, we had to get rides, and apparently because Drew knows everyone in Columbus, he had a guy with a He's pickup a truck. and yeah. Like, we had to get places, and Andrew and I are the only two that are like, we don't fucking care. We're getting this goddamn truck, and we've, we just rode in the back of that truck here and there and everywhere. I mean, the back of the, the, back of the pickup truck was the best place I could possibly be because I was shit-faced. I could smoke, not bother anybody. Yeah. And if I had to vomit, who gives a shit? And surprisingly, it was a warm evening. Yeah. It was like in the 50s, so we were all bundled up. It was fine. It was, yeah. There's was, nothing like nice. bundling up and being outside in the winter. I'm doing it tomorrow. In the back of a pickup truck? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I wish. Yeah. I'm going to ride on um, the a commuter scooter. rail. Oh, okay. Ew. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some, oh, this is rails. a nice ride. Yeah, this is a, a train that goes from the outskirts of Boston into Boston. I know. Nick and, and I rode it to a, to a uh, what's about Bruins game. Yes, it goes right to North Station, which is on underneath where the Bruins play. Oh, okay. Yep. All right, guys. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Brett. This has been episode 508. And uh, uh, go to portmanshow.com slash VIP and check out all of our uh, stuff, I guess. 
All right, I'm ending it there. She says she wants my bones to decorate his tomb. See, Daddy died last year, and I wish he were here. Oh, Daddy died last year, and I wish he were here. Daddy died last year. And I wish he was here Let's do it on the show yeah, There's nothing to say about it other than Oh, I got a lot to say I got a lot to say We should have a green screen back with yeah. You know, know what I mean Yeah, screen blobs Flurbs <laughs> Flarbs. I hurt myself again. Is it, are these drops or is this real life? This that is, was him talking. That was me giving you news. It says here, abstract, improving F, uh, efficiency. Improving efficiency of an adjuvant, material that enhances the body's immune response to an antigen, has become vital for the development of safer, cheaper, and more effective next-generation vaccines. Commercial vaccines typically use aluminum salt-based adjuvant particles, most commonly aluminum... <gasps> Oxyhydroxide and aluminum hydroxide based, often referred to as alum. Jeez, you'd think for the based. <laughs> <laughs> your capability of reading oh, I being can, so high. I can read. But your spelling being. Uh, Brett. <laughs>